Welcome to the Life of a Gentleman podcast, the number one podcast that motivates you to be your best with conversations about business, fashion, and living the gentleman's lifestyle. We interview the hottest influencers, content creators, and business owners so you get the inside story. We'll also discuss entrepreneurship and inspire you to chase after your dreams. Whether you're looking to advance your career, increase your style, or just discover the best new products, you're in the right place. And ladies, we know you're listening. This show isn't just for the fellas. It's about living your best life. And now, here's your host, award-winning author, entrepreneur, and modern-day gentleman, Richard Taylor. Hey, Rich, let's start the show. Thank you for that introduction. And guys, welcome back to the Life of a Gentleman podcast. We have an amazing show for you today that you won't want to miss, especially if you're into men's fashion or you're just interested in fashion in general. We are talking to two experts today who will give us some insight into the spring fashion trends that we can look for coming up very soon. Believe it or not, even coming out of all this cold weather, spring is just around the corner. And so Troy and... You may know him on Instagram as The Genuine Article. He will be with us to discuss spring fashion. And also, Eduardo Xavier is back with us talking about how you can upgrade your wardrobe and why you should do so. Sometimes, you know, less is more, and you'll find out exactly what we're talking about when we dive into that discussion. So look forward to that. But before we get started, want to give a huge shout out to an amazing author that I came across. Have to mention them to you. And guys, please give them a follow. On Instagram, you can follow them at BucknerBruce414. And the reason you want to follow him is because Bruce Buckner is an author, a mentor, and a youth supporter. He is a 33-year-old man that has lived in the street life for 15 years, went down the wrong path, went to prison, ended up being in two of the most dangerous prisons in the United States, but that didn't stop him. So here's the inspiration. He turned his life around. While he was in prison, Bruce started to write his first book. It was called Living Life in Terre Haute. And that was a way for him to get his thoughts out on paper and to really have some therapy. And Bruce decided to help others with his book because he wants people to feel and understand how dangerous, scary, and lonely a place prison can be. And now he's giving back by helping the next generation not to make some of the same mistakes that he made, but also to encourage and inspire all of us that maybe we haven't made the correct decisions, but we can always turn our life around and head in the right direction. So guys, give him a follow at Buckner Bruce 414 and also his website www.brucebuckner.com. Before I got started with today's episode, I really wanted to shout him out because he's doing great work and it really aligns what we're doing on the life of a gentleman. So don't forget to check him out, check out the book, and without any further delay, let's talk a little bit about spring fashion. Let's do it. And now it's time for this week's segment of The Gentleman's News. Exclusive interviews with exceptional people discussing all things gentlemen, from business to fashion to lifestyle, industry leaders, authors, and more. This is The Gentleman's News. Welcome to the interview portion of the show. And really, this is a a guest, and he's more than a guest. He's somebody that's come on in the past, and I think I mentioned in a 
few of the last episodes, we are kind of revamping the show and there's going to be some people coming on on a recurring basis. And Troy is one of those people that's agreed to come on. We're happy to have him aboard with the life of a gentleman. And you may follow him on Instagram. You probably do at the genuine article. And I'd like to welcome him back to the show. Troy, welcome back. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Richard. It's great to be here. Happy New Year. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to come on and kind of share some knowledge and have a good conversation. Yeah, definitely. I love the fact that we have a lot of different platforms where we can communicate with one another and com- communicate with other people these days. I know you have your blog, of course, Instagram and social media, but the podcast is a great place, like you said, to have a good conversation and Happy to have you come on and share your knowledge as somebody who works in the industry. If you'd like to kind of just recap for our new listeners, uh, just a brief bio or background of what you do, and then we'll get started. Yeah, totally. Uh, well, first, you know, uh, first part of it, the blog is called The Genuine Article. It's uh, thegenuine-article.com. And uh, that's just kind of where I get to be passionate and fun and just kind of share experiences, ideas, kind of found cool ideas and stuff like that off of uh, people who, who follow the blog. And then uh, I also have my own custom clothing company where I do men's and women's suits and shirts. Uh, we actually just added shoes yesterday. So uh, we're going to do custom shoes as well. Um, and that is uh, Troy Anthony Clothing. Uh, that's going to be TroyAnthonyClothing.com. And then on Instagram, it's going to be uh, at Troy Anthony Clothing. And then uh, I also still uh, sell cloth, and that's uh, through Gladstone. And so those guys uh, have me on board on the West Coast. And that's kind of where I get a lot of my knowledge. That's where I get a lot of the day-to-day experiences. And uh, just get to meet with other clothiers and different people in the industry who uh, inspire me and who have kind of mentored me and just kind of help me gauge what's a good sense of style. And then I am able to pass that on through, uh, through my custom business and through the blog. So... That's, uh, that's what I do. <laughs> nice. Thank you for that. We really appreciate it. And, you know, we're here in the winter right now, but guess what's just around the corner? Um, we have spring. Springtime. Yeah. Yeah. It's one- <laughs> and you know what? I thought it'd be great to have you kind of break down some of the trends that we can look for, some of the uh, ins and outs of what to keep our eye open for, I should say, because... You don't want to start too late, you know. Uh, It may be cold now, but before you know it, those temperatures are coming up and our wardrobe may change just a bit. So I'll let you have the floor. Troy, take it away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's it's great to be talking about this because it's a good time of year. You know, personally, for my custom business, I've got a lot of guys coming on who want to start thinking about their spring wardrobe. So I actually was inspired to write about this on my blog actually just last night and uh, I just touched on a few different things Uh, you know a lot of guys kind of think well why would I dress you know on the weekend or you know what do I wear to a wedding a lot of times you know weddings happen in the spring and into the summer and so a lot of times I'm asked by guys what should I wear you know do I need to wear a tux you know do I need to wear a tie you know and it just kind of all depends but uh, in the post I just kind of touched on you know to start with going to an event, you know, and, you know, with the wedding, you honestly don't want to ever upstage the groom, you know, you, a lot of guys want to go all out for someone else's wedding, it's like, well, you know, you, you just never want to, you know, take over his show, 
So I think a solid navy or a nice solid gray is a great way to deal with it. And then just kind of let your accessories and your footwear kind of speak for you. Or you could do like a very simple kind of a Glen plaid look on a solid looking color, you know, something darker. Nothing too statement. Um, if you look at that show Ballers, what the rock wears, you probably don't want to wear most of that to a wedding. <laughs> okay. So uh, that's kind of uh, that's kind of a good rule of thumb. But uh, you know, also you know, work in jackets and things like that for your weekend. You know, uh, nice lightweight, um, you know, like linens and things like that, or linen blends are great. Always have fun with your accessories, and then. Also, what I talked about were different colors. You know, this season I'm noticing a lot of light green, a lot of light red. So, like, there's some rose colors, some kind of lavenders. There's some berry colors, and then also there's still those earth tones even in the spring. So you've got your light taupe kind of brown. You've got like a like a muted chocolate brown. Just different things like that. You know, some some tobacco colors. So those are fun for the spring as well, and those are awesome to just play around with cool accessories. Yeah, I like that. I like those suggestions. Let's let's kind of unpack these one by one, if you don't mind. Let's go back to what you said about the wedding. Um, I like that you paid attention to not upstage the groom. That's very considerate because when you are a fashionable guy, and a lot of people who listen to the show, they pride themselves on that. But you don't you don't want to take over. And but you did mention you could stand out maybe with accessorizing and also with your shoes uh, what what would be some suggestions for the shoes because that's sometimes where guys fail I notice a lot of times they'll have a great suit on everything's uh, coordinated well the fit is perfect and then their shoes they kind of fall flat so how can we kind of yeah. ele- elevate the look well I mean really just it, it's really easy like a nice whole cut shoe uh, or a nice kind of wingtip or, I mean, look, it's spring. Throw in a great loafer in a nice solid kind of color, like a nice textured solid. Or even give it a little a small pattern, you know, depending. Those are all great to match, especially if you're going to go with a solid suit. So if you're going to wear, like, let's say a solid gray, I mean, you could go with different tones of brown. You could go with, like, burgundies. You can go with uh, even, like, a, a darker color, like a charcoal, almost black color. I mean, if you wanted to, you could even go with a black shoe. It just, uh, it just all depends on what the guy wants to say. One of the things I did say in the article is that when you dress, you're making a statement. So you kind of have to, you have to consider what you want to say when you're wearing your outfit. All right. Nice point. Nice point. So a lot of options there. There's, there's something for everybody there, but just kind of make sure that you're paying attention to the shoes. You don't want to have that drop off right there at the end as, as everybody kind of checks out the whole, the whole look and then. You give them a big letdown at the end. So, yeah, great point. Now, you you, you also mentioned the fabric, uh, linen and linen blends. Uh, is, is there any information out there or can we maybe pick your brain and get your opinion on uh, when is a good time to transition over to that? Does it really depend on uh, the weather where you're at or is it is it some unwritten rule like they have around Labor Day, you know? Uh, what do you suggest for when transitioning your wardrobe over to linen? Uh, it's really mainly the weather. Uh, linen is a great way to kind of dress and look sort of casual, but also kind of keep it professional. Uh, 
but it's also great to, to shed some of the weight of the wool um, so that linen is going to have a weave in it to where it's a little looser. So remember we talked about this in the episode last summer uh, to where you dress to kind of shed some of the heat that you carry in your, in your normal body heat. And so uh, you can transition into the linen around the time of year where you're starting to feel the heat outside more. Um, again, though, if you're going to go custom, you want to think about that now. And so you just need to consider your own body heat and then consider right around what time of the year and then also what climate you live in. You know, obviously in the north and the upper northeast, it's going to take a little longer for it to get warmer than it would be in the south or like on the west coast. So it just really depends where you live as well. Uh, but it's mainly, mainly driven off of the weather. You want to make sure that if it's getting warmer and you know that you run pretty hot, then you can transition into your linen suits and stuff like that. Or it's great for a good like, weekend look or like uh, even at a wedding. But uh, I think also what you would want to consider too, because linen does wrinkle a lot, and if, you're, if, you, if you sweat or if you're a heavier guy, then you could consider a linen blend. So there's, there's, there's fabric out there now that's mostly wool, and it has a linen in it, so it gives it a linen look. But it wears like wool, so it'll it'll hold up against the wrinkle better. All right, perfect, perfect. Hear you loud and clear. And since I'm still stuck in Michigan, and you've forgotten what that's like, <laughs> I will be breaking out the linen in probably late June or some somewhere in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, good. Right around Memorial Day, Father's Day kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, for those of you in, in warmer climates uh, like Troy who's escaped some of this cold weather, you know, <laughs> you guys get to do that a lot sooner. So that's nice. Hey, lastly, you mentioned color. I wanted to touch on that. Um, some of the trends you saw, uh, some of those colors might be some that people are a little hesitant to wear um, because it's outside of their comfort zone. What do you say to guys that need a little nudge in that area? Try sport coat first. Um, you know, do, do a sport coat in a color that's just a step or two outside of your comfort zone. So if you're a guy who likes to wear navies a lot, maybe get a navy with a little bit of a color into it. Uh, you can maybe try like a lavender, or you can even go with a lighter color with earth tones. Like there's some good like colors, like cloth with a base of like a sort of like a sky blue, but then it's got a darker navy uh, and a lighter brown check. That's just a way to kind of step out a little more and just kind of get used to it. But uh, if you want to really take a shot at it, do a sport coat. And uh, that's an easy way to kind of just get a feel for it. And worst case, you can throw it on over a pair of jeans and it's going to be a great look. Oh, I like that. Great suggestions all around. And um, I, I, I think it's really a good idea that you said go with the sports coat first because uh, once you start to get compliments which i'm sure you're going to get because so many guys just just are really you know i don't want to say boring but they they won't try things um once you start to try it and step out of your comfort zone then you can expand so that was that was some really great advice you know what and most of the most of the guys who i deal with who are a little afraid a little afraid of color a a lot of times guys of caucasian descent think that certain colors don't work for them and it's not always true um and sometimes i'll just have them try it out and then you know they they get the compliments and that's when they're like you know what okay i want to go and do just go and do more so it's really once you get out into the world and you're confident enough to wear it um i touched on this in an article in the past before as well 
worst case, it's just clothes. You wear it once. If you find out it doesn't work, you can always change it up. Yeah, that's a great point. And, and you know, depending on your skin tone, you, you can change the look of it with the color of shirt that you're wearing. Um, you know, Absolutely. something that always works great for me is I like a white shirt. You know, it really helps me stand out. Um, and I can pretty much go with any other color uh, jacket or, or sports coat from there. But, yeah, you're right. So depending on your, your complexion, you can still do it. You might just have to change up your shirt color. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's another way to kind of kind of bridge the gap. Yeah, perfect. Now, hey, before we go, Troy, um, remind everybody how they can follow you and see these looks and then also uh, follow your entrepreneurial journey as well. All right, definitely. I appreciate the opportunity to put all the information out there. Uh, the, the blog is called The Genuine Article, and it is thegenuine-article.com. On Instagram, it's at the genuine underscore article. And then my custom business is called Troy Anthony. Uh, it's Troy Anthony Clothing on Instagram. And the website is TroyAnthonyClothing.com. All right, perfect. And uh, I think we'll have a treat for everybody coming up soon on a future episode because Troy and I probably will be connecting in the near future and doing some live interviews on site at an event. So, guys, stay tuned for that. And, Troy, looking forward to it because up until that point, Absolutely. yeah, we've just been talking on the phone, so we get to meet face-to-face. -face. I know. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're into buddy. <laughs> right, right. And it's funny, man. You know, sometimes you make great connections just through social media. So this just goes to show that, you know, be friendly and be social and you never know what could happen. You meet a, I meet a lot of really great people and you happen to be one of them. So um, if it hadn't been for that, hey, we wouldn't be doing this podcast together. So it's a great opportunity. Just a good reminder for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always a pleasure and it, you, you always make it easy and fun. So I look forward to doing many more episodes. Hey, gents, let's take a minute and talk some style and fashion. Our guest expert heats up social media with style and definitely can help us enhance our fashion sense. Whether we're a beginner or a style expert, we can always learn more. The Style Tip of the Week is up next. Let's talk fashion, baby. Hey, guys, welcome back to the life of a gentleman. And today we have a real special treat because somebody who was on the show just a little bit ago and really become a fan favorite of the show overnight is back with us. So I'm excited about this. We're talking about Eduardo Xavier. Eduardo, welcome back. Thank you so much, Rich. Thanks for having me again at, um, at, with your podcast, A Life of a Gentleman, something that I really push every day. So thank you once again. Yes, it is my pleasure to have you back because you definitely embody the life of a gentleman. And today's subject that you really came up with is something that every gentleman has to really think about at a particular point in their life. And I think what we'll do is break it down. We're going to talk real briefly, but explain the difference between why you should buy a $1,000 suit versus a $100 suit. $500 shoes versus $100 shoes or you even mentioned spending more on a tie as opposed to maybe a $10 discount tie and I'll let you kick it off why that's important and exactly what do you mean by that and, and how can we think about it differently? 
All right. Um, you know, not because I'm a custom clothier. Um, I do believe that uh, you know every guy should have a, at least a good suit to feel comfortable, and that's why it comes uh, the value to your purchase. You know, a hundred dollars suit is will not be the same as a thousand dollars suit, definitely. You know, and I'm gonna pinpoint a couple of things that um, you know me uh, as as a custom clothier and as well as a as a, a gentleman dresser. Uh, believe that there's a lot of difference between both of those. Number one, I'll say it's the fabric. The fabric that we use in a thousand dollar suit is definitely not the same as in a hundred dollar suit. So that is the the, the, the the turning point. So when you buy a thousand dollar suit, even if it's not custom, definitely that fabric it's a higher thread count, a higher quality than your wool blend polyester uh, and that's what's gonna change in your daily uh, wear of that suit is basically the drape the comfort and as well uh, uh, the look that that that, that fabric uh, is gonna bring to you so uh, when it's a poly blend fabric uh, it doesn't drape as good as a 100% super fine wool and and we can go into the the, the thread count so, uh, as well. But uh, just at, the, at this moment, I was just gonna focus in, in the difference between uh, a natural fiber and a, and a, a wool poly poly blend. So that's one thing. The another one is we you wearing the suit every day and taking the suit to a dry clean now and then as well. You're gonna lose the longevity of a hundred percent natural fiber uh, suit. Um, another thing that I believe that is very important on a thousand dollar suit uh, compared to a, a half of the rack hundred dollar suit is the construction. We don't use anything glued to the fabric or to the lining. Everything is hand stitched inside with a canvas in between the lining and the fabric. What is a canvas? Canvas basically is another layer of fabric. Uh, created by a, a wool or a, a horse hair wool blend and that as well helps for the drape of the fabric and for the breathability of your body. Another point on that is the lining. We don't use polyester lining. Most of us, most of us, men and women, are, doesn't, our body doesn't work as good uh, uh, if it was a viscous or, uh, or even a, a uh, a different sort of uh, fiber inside uh, when it comes to the lining. So I think those are the main ones. And then it comes to the cut and the tailoring as well. So let's say that a thousand dollar suit uh, might be custom, might not be, but as well, the research they did on a thousand dollar suit compared to a hundred dollar suit is completely different. The approach on a hundred dollar suit is based on a, on a mass production for a, a, a variety of body types, and then you see the thousand dollar suit probably more uh, in, according to a, a body type only. 
uh, and then you have different sort of we'll call it drops in, in the after rack uh, approach we call it a drops that's a drop six seven and eight and they, that is a drop between the chest to the waist uh, uh, where the first button uh, is placed and 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 you know for a more muscular guy we'll say a drop seven sort of thing so it's a seven inch drop from the chest to the button so uh, just go again uh, around those so number one fabric number two Number two, uh, construction. Number three, lining, and, uh, and number four probably will be uh, uh, what the suit was built to. What sort of a gentleman the suit was built to? Okay, that was perfect, and thank you for wrapping that. Like, um, enlisting it. One, two, three, four. That makes a lot of sense. Easy to remember. One of the points that I want to take away from this, I think, may be very important, is what you mentioned is longevity of having the suit. You know, if you're in a business setting and you're wearing the suit every day or, you know, not particularly every day, but often, that $100 suit, that's going to wear out rather quickly, right? As opposed to the $1,000 suit, that could last for a decade or more. Isn't that true? Correct. Exactly. You just hit the that held right there so as, as I said to my most of my clients and even if they know my clients if they are potential clients I say that you should look as a, a suit as an investment don't don't be don't be that trend guy that's fashionista that wants to buy a suit and probably not gonna wear the suit again but okay so if, you, that, if that is the case I probably don't recommend to buy a thousand dollar suit definitely I'll probably recommend you to go for a hundred dollar suit because you're not gonna rotate that suit as much as you so uh, I say that uh, the thousand dollars, yes, as a longevity of uh, uh, for at least a decade, as you mentioned, and 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 looking at that longevity, looking at those uh, those ten years, you gotta take that that many times to the dry cleaner, and 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 that is one of as well the, the turning points when you buy a thousand dollars suit. The natural fiber all shape better than actually the the the, the wool poly blend um, and and as well and as well the the, the, the natural fiber will, will look uh, probably as natural and as beautiful as when you bought it yeah that's a great point you have to think about it as an investment and let's transition now into the shoes because that's very similar i noticed uh, when i was younger you know, I, you, you just don't have as much money to spend. So I would buy shoes that were less expensive. But I found that I'm wearing those shoes out in a matter of months. And then I have to go back to the store and buy more less expensive shoes. Then a light bulb went off. I'm thinking to myself, well, what would happen if I just spent more on the shoes up front and took care of them? They would last longer. Is that how it works? Yeah. So number one, uh, and how does most of the $100 shoe are not categorized on the 100% leather. And when I'm saying 100% leather, I'm, we're talking about uh, lining and the outside. So that's pretty much, and, and as well, the, the, the inside sole. So when it comes to a $100, $100 shoe, you definitely you don't get that. So what that's going to uh, oppose to the $1,000 or $500 shoe, and even some some shoes, three hundred dollars. We're selling custom custom made shoes for about three hundred and fifty dollars, and and those are fully fully leather. Uh, 
and and, and the, the difference between that and uh, let's say the the pleather uh, or, or or other other materials is that our feet doesn't like those sort of materials so again comfort breathability and then durability so the durability uh, and, and, and it's a mix of, of look and as well uh, 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 quality wise you want that to, to, to stay to look as good and as well to last as long so when it's a, a pleather let's say a, a fake pleather uh, um, it, it definitely is gonna crack. Honestly, it can crack in the first in the first three times that you wear it, uh, comp- uh, compared to uh, um, uh, a full leather shoes. And of course, there are variations of leathers, and that, that's why probably the price can go from three hundred to thousand and so on. And I'm not even talking about the custom-made shoe. I'm just talking about a full leather compared to a non full leather shoe and that's probably the difference between the 300 to a, th- to a hundred dollar shoe so those things are the most important things another point that you should be looking to if you really want to get the most of your shoes if you really wear the shoes and you don't want to buy many shoes but you want to have that corporate shoes or shoe that you you, you, you wear it to walk uh, it's basically it's as well the construction so uh, there's a lot of people talking about the construction in terms of being more in the, in the rubber sole or leather sole so no matter what you should look for a, a good deal well the good deal well basically is a, a double stitching a stitching between the sole and the intersole and a stitching between the, the, the leather and the sole so that's two stitching separate if your shoe runs out of sole let's say you can really change and uh, upgrade the sole only and you don't need to upgrade the entire shoe because you already got a great quality shoe great quality leather that could last some some shoes can last a life a lifetime, and I think that's a great investment if you are looking to 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 have a wardrobe for a long time when it comes to classic items. Yeah, that makes so much sense, and you're right. If you notice on your shoes and you see that your shoe is glued together at the sole, um, you know then that it's not going to last. It's going to fall apart, and you'll have to replace it. But I like what you said. You can replace a sole on a leather shoe. You can replace yes. the heel. And the shoe, the yes. leather can be conditioned and polished and last a lifetime. So, but make sure you're not following the trends. Stick with something that's, that's right. classic. That's right. That's right. So it lasts a, a, a lifetime, you know. There's, there's plenty of uh, uh, classic items out there. I can make, name a few from Oxford to wind tips to, to uh, uh, brogues and all that. I think you should have looked at, uh, into those styles. And, you know, they're never going to be out of fashion. They're timeless. So if you want to invest in a shoe around the 300 to $500, yeah, I think you should look into those styles. Perfect, perfect. And lastly, let's touch on accessories pretty quickly here before we wrap up. What are some pointers we can look for or some things we can think about when it comes to accessories? Okay, um, you know, not everyone, I think it's just only 6, 6% of men wear ties every day or at least five days a week. And I'm one of them actually wear ties every six days. Um, you know, if it comes to, to, to that sort of uh, uh, gentleman approach, I truly suggest to buy silk ties. 
uh, why is that? Uh, I think the the luxurious finish and the knock that comes out of those dives, I I, I really there's nothing equal, nothing that's like the same with a polyester uh, tie. Of course, when it comes to summer, I like to wear my my cotton and 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 my knitted knitted ties, and because it's more uh, uh, a, a relaxed look, I don't. Think for the high quality ties at that, at that point of time because it is seasonal. A seasonal means just just maximum of three months where where a, a necktie is uh, made out of silk could last could last could be you could wear them for at least twelve months no problem at all any any time of the year and I I I I truly suggest you are building a wardrobe uh, accordingly uh, to to um, a more a gentleman approach. Uh, focus in, uh, in, in again natural fibers. Uh, you know, go to your your cottons, go to your wools, and an everyday tie to be your silk tie. I I, I, I I recommend that it's gonna come a better knot. You can do a better dimple uh, as well. My people, some people might say that uh, you know a silk tie uh, might be difficult to be to be washable yes but a dry clean can take care of any sort of uh, stain and sometimes um, uh, a polyester uh, tie it, uh, it, the dry cleaners are find very hard to remove stains out of a polyester and when they really try the tie really lose lose construction and lose uh, the color and shape and all that because of the temperatures and the chemicals going in and out of that particular uh, fabric which is polyester and, and again I, I, did, I just said about the construction of course a good a good tie uh, you know as the Italians say you should not have anything between the lining and the, and, and the actual fabric or you should, you should have at least a canvas both of those for more structured uh, finish. Perfect. Thank you for those answers and, and thank you for letting us know the differences between silk and then natural fibers as opposed to getting something that's man-made materials. Makes a lot of sense. Eduardo, if people want to learn more, because you do a lot of instructional videos, people want to learn more uh, tips, if people want to learn more about you and your business, and your custom clothing, how can they do so? So it's very easy, you know, everyone is on the social media, so I think uh, the best way to receive some uh, natural tips and, uh, and uh, my, my, my weekly help with the, with the video or uh, most of my, my information goes through uh, the IG uh, on my Instagram. So, uh, so Eduardo, Xavier underscore EL stylist and that is my 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 everyday uh, uh, source you know I use that every day to you know to help people you know please make sure you you come you come on board and yeah just make sure uh, uh, DM me and I'll be happy to to help you all right guys definitely follow him he has so much great information to share and Eduardo, thank you for your time on The Life of a Gentleman. We look forward to talking to you soon in the near future. Thanks so much once again. Rich, thanks for having me. And uh, yes, let's push this for all of you guys out there that are listening to us. And uh, yes, 
a life of a gentleman. We're still here. We're still here for a long time, and we are the 21st century gentleman. Thank you. Well, guys, that's going to do it for this edition of the podcast. So glad you could take this ride with us. If you would, please do me a favor. If you could rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, that'd be the best way to support us. It really would help us. We're trying to get our reviews up to about 150 five-star reviews. But feel free to please leave your honest feedback. And if you want to be featured on the show, if you want to do a promotion, or you have a story that you feel would work well on this podcast, get in touch. Send me a direct message on either at Gentleman's Podcast on Instagram or at the life of a gent on Instagram, or you can simply email me rich at thegentway.com. More than happy to connect with you there. Don't forget, if you're interested in starting your own business, because a lot of you are entrepreneurs, please jump on www.thegentway.com. You can get a free book there that is my gift to you. It's called From Idea to Income, Five Reasons You Need a Side Hustle. And if you're really serious about going to the next level and you want to take off with your business, check out my online course, How to Start Your Business. And you can find all that on thegentway.com. But before we close out, let me also do this. Let me say a huge thank you to our guests today. And they're not really guests at this point. These are these are my partners. These are guys that come through and drop a lot of great information. So hats off to Troy, the genuine article, and also Eduardo. You can find them on Instagram and you can get a link directly to them in the show notes. So just go there and get a link directly. Give them a follow. They're great guys. They're more than happy to connect with you and answer any questions you may have in the world of fashion. Also, don't forget about going on that website that I mentioned for the book, www.brucebuckner.com. Bruce is doing great things in the community. So hats off to him and other gentlemen just like him. And hats off to you for being a listener. We thank you. We appreciate you. And we'd love to have you back next time with another great episode where I'll be talking to an entrepreneur that has left corporate America. He was making six figures in corporate America, but he decided to follow his passion, follow his dream and start his own business. You will not want to miss the next episode of The Life of a Gentleman. Guys, as always, until next time, take care.